welcome back to the podcast. Grab a pencil, a notebook, whatever. Get some notes here because as Pastor Josiah Griever says, note takers are, in fact, history makers. And it helps you to remember things. So, you know, get your notebook, get your Bible. And let's get into another episode of this What is up, guys? Welcome back. It's been a little while, but we are back. And I want to talk to you today about something that is very important. I say that about every... I know that's an intro to every single one of my podcasts I've noticed. I say, I want to talk to you about something that's very important. But I think that it's all important. So if you have any other way to uh, intro this, let me know. Anyway. I want to talk to you about something that I just read this morning and thought, wow, I need to talk about that. So here we are talking about it. If you have your Bible, sorry, I'm going to move this. Okay, there. If you have your Bible, please turn with me to Psalms 37. I missed it. Sorry, let me go backwards. Psalm 92, Psalm 89, Psalm 32, Psalm 37. Okay. We're going to read a few verses, and they're all so good I want to talk about them, but I'm going to focus on one. So just bear with me if I go off on a random rabbit trail. Psalm 37, a psalm of David. Don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. For like grass, they will soon fade away. Like spring flowers, they will soon wither. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will help you. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn, and the justice of your cause will, be, will shine like the noonday sun. Be still in the presence of the Lord, and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people or people who prosper. Nope, don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. Okay. Those verses, they're just so good. All of them. It's like, do this and you'll have this. Don't do this and you'll have this. But I want to focus on one. It's called, commit yourself to the Lord. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he'll help you. He will make your radiance... Why am I mixing up words? He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn, and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Commit everything you do to the Lord. So commit means to pledge, to apply, to dedicate, to do, or to confine. So if I commit everything I do to the Lord, everything I do, I pledge everything I do to the Lord. I apply everything I do to the Lord. Or I apply the Lord to everything I do. I dedicate Everything I do to the Lord, I do everything for the Lord. I like this one, confine. I confine my actions to the Lord. So if there's an action that isn't unto the Lord, isn't committed to the Lord, isn't what the Lord would want me to do, or isn't glorifying or magnifying him, I don't do it. I have this, like, these, I just imagine, like, a wall. These, inside the wall, inside the gate, the fence, whatever, is what's pleasing to the Lord, what is magnifying him, what's glorifying him. 
it's confined. And if there's something I want to do that's not in there, it can't come in. I can't do it because my actions are confined to what pleases the Lord. Confine or um, commit also means to carry into an action deliberately. So every action you take, think through, how is it going to glorify the Lord? How is this going to be pleasing to the Lord? How am I magnifying him? Right? So before everything, deliberately think. To carry into an action deliberately. So is going to the grocery store pleasing to the Lord, magnifying him, glorifying him? Not really. So how can I make it like that? How can I commit going to the grocery store to the Lord? I can talk to the cashier about Jesus. I can just be a friendly person. I can strike up a conversation with my fellow shopper and talk to them about their life, ask them if they need prayer for anything. I can help someone. I could pay for someone's groceries. Deliberately commit your actions to the Lord. Is going for a walk pleasing to the Lord? Not really. I mean, it's doesn't the Bible never says go for a walk and thee shall be blessed. No, but I can use that time to pray. I can use that time to meditate on God's word. I can go on a walk with someone and talk to them about Jesus. I can listen to a podcast, just something that is glorifying him. How can my actions glorify the Lord? Our job as Christians is to point people to Jesus. Not to have people look at us and say, wow, they're so pure. And that's it. If we commit our actions to the Lord, it says he will help us and he will cause our innocence to radiate. Meaning people are going to be like, what in the world is different about you? You are so innocent and pure. You are different. What is that? And you're going to say, well, the Lord, he helped me. He's my helper because I committed everything to him. And he helped me do this. He helped me live pure. And my life is so blessed in this way, in this way, in this way. Living for the Lord, living to glorify him, gives you opportunities to glorify him more. So if you want to start glorifying the Lord, start glorifying him. And he'll give you opportunities to glorify him. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) You don't have to worry about having anything. The first verse we read said, don't worry about the wicked or those or envy those who do wrong for like the grass, they will soon fade away like the spring flowers. They will soon wither. If you see wicked or evil people doing something and you're envious of what they have or what they're doing or they get to do this, why can't I do that? Or they have this and they got it wrong. They cheated people to get that. Don't envy them. Don't worry about them. Don't worry about what they're doing. Because their sins will find them out and they'll wither away. People will totally forget about them. But you, your innocence is going to radiate. They're going to remember you as this person who loved the Lord, who was innocent and pure and sought after the Lord with all their heart and the Lord blessed them. And they're going to want what you have. They're going to see how joyful you are, how pleasing you are. Um, Verse 18 says, day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent. So committing everything you do to the Lord makes your innocence radiate and the Lord takes care of those who are innocent. So really, the more innocent you are, the more you commit to the Lord, 
the more your innocence shines, the more the Lord can take care of you. And it says, and they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. But the wicked will die. Okay. So maybe at first, it seems like you're doing what's right. And these people are doing what's wrong. But they have a lot. And you don't really have anything. You're going through a hard time. Your business is failing. Maybe something's happening. But these people are not paying their taxes or they're doing this or they're doing that. And they are succeeding. They're, they're getting more business. They're, they're making more profit. But you are doing it the right way. And nothing seems to be going your way. But then comes to find out. People find out about what they're doing. People find out about how they're cheating. They find out this. They have to close down. They wither away. And people are like, what, what is that? What are you talking about? And then they see you and how you've been innocent and pure and you're trustworthy and they're going to come to you, right? You will have more than enough. The wicked will die. You're going to have more than enough by doing what's right. Don't worry about what evil people are doing. Don't worry about evil people who prosper. For the Lord holds them by the hand. I'm just reading random verses from Psalm 37. The godly always give generous loans to others, and their children are a blessing. Turn from evil and do good, and you will live in the land forever. For the Lord loves justice, and he will never abandon the godly. Commit everything you do to the Lord, and everything is going to go right with you. Make sure everything you do is pleasing to God. Make sure everything you do glorifies him, points to him in some way. The way you live, the way you treat other people, the way you talk to people, the way you spend your time. If someone looked at your life and saw what you did, would they see how much you love the Lord? Would they be pointed to the Lord or not? If they were like, wow, she spends a lot of time thinking about the Lord. She spends a lot of time listening to podcasts. He, he spends a lot of time like talking about the Lord with other people. He, he's kind. She's loving. Whatever. Would they say, I want that too. I want to be, I want this God to be my God. Or would they say, I don't want that. Look at their life. They're mean. They're terrible. They're cranky. They're rude to others. But they read their Bibles, so that's good. Faith without works is dead. If you believe in the Lord and believe all that he's done for you, that's good. But if you don't act on it, if you don't love others like Jesus loved you, like he commanded you to do, then it's your faith is dead. If you don't commit everything you do to the Lord... What's the point of serving him? Because you're not serving him. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Everything. Not some things. Not things you want to. Not when it's easy. Everything. Commit it. Dedicate it. Pledge it to the Lord. Say, this is for you. I'm doing this for you. And then you'll do it with all your might because you're doing it to the Lord. You'll do it the right way. You'll do it with joy. Right? So, yeah, do that. 
Um, before we end this, I just wanted to pray for you. So let's pray. Lift up your hands and let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to talk about your word. I pray that you would help us to commit everything that we do to you, that we would we would dedicate our lives to you, our actions. We would deliberately glorify you. Help us to magnify you. Let that be like our hearts cry, to magnify you, to lift you up, to adore you. That people would be pointed to you when they look at our lives, when they spend time with us. Thank you that you're our helper. That you'll bless us. You'll cause our innocence to radiate and that you bless the innocent. You take care of the innocent. Thank you that your hedge of protections around us. We will always have more than enough. Help this to be the best day we've ever had. The most blessed day we'd see your hand in everything we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And yeah, love you. Real quick before you go. Do you know that Jesus Christ came down to this earth as a baby? That he gave up his heavenly privileges for you. That he came down to this earth. He was born a human being. And then he died on the cross for you. He took your place on the cross. So you don't have to, to live that way. He took all your sins, all your sickness, all your disease, all your shame on the cross. So it was destroyed. So you can live free from sin. He was buried. But three days later, he rose from the dead for you. He rose from the dead. He destroyed the devil for you. So you don't have to live in defeat anymore. If you, want, if you believe that with your heart, if you believe that he's your savior, that he saved you, then the Bible says that you need to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Christ Jesus was risen from the grave. So if you want to say that, if you, if you believe that, Sometimes people don't know what to say. So I'm just going to give you a prayer, something to confess with your mouth. So if you want Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, if you believe that he is, if you want, if you want him in your heart, say this after me. Dear Heavenly Father, come into my heart. I know that I've sinned. Thank you that you have forgiven me. You are Lord of my life. Thank you that you died on the cross and three days later, you rose for me. Thank you that my home is now in heaven. I'm free from sin. I have dominion on this earth. And you are my Lord. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you said that prayer, you are now going to heaven. You're not going to hell anymore. You don't have to live in defeat anymore. You don't have to live oppressed by the devil. But you now have the authority in Jesus Christ. So if you said that, um, just message me. I want to send you some stuff. I want to help you along the way. I want to give you more information. I'm not going to, you know, whatever. I don't know. Just let me know because the Bible says that when one person accepts Jesus into their heart, all of heaven goes crazy. They have a party. There's a party going on in heaven for you. They are so excited. God is so excited for you to come into heaven and be with him forever. I'm so glad you, you, you made that decision. Welcome to the family. Ooh, quick thing before you go. Um, if you wouldn't mind to go to my Instagram at Autumn G. Brugger and follow me so you can see all the updates. I do videos. I do lives all the time. I would love for you to join me there. Um, and also, if you wouldn't mind sharing this so other people can hear this message because they need it. They need to hear the gospel. And I would love for you 
to share this. Thank you. It means a lot to me. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have the best day of your entire life. And I hope you know that Jesus loves you with his whole heart.